Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, how to stop walking on eggshells around your wife. So as I do more calls with guys and interact with guys uh, in the program and coming into the program, um, this is a big one. You know, guys feel like they can't really talk to their wife about things. They feel like they, they're worried about upsetting her. They're, you know, a guy the other day said he was like kind of scared of his wife. And I could definitely relate. Like I felt that way for a, a long time. I was worried about her reactions, worried about upsetting her. Um, but it's just not a very fun way to live. And we're going to talk about how to get out of that today. Cause you definitely can. Um, so my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some weekly wins from guys in our Love and Obscene Legacy program. So one of the newer guys in the program, he was able to, uh, you know, came in with typical issues, you know, money, in-laws, stuff like that, tip, you know, a lot of struggles around there. So, you know, he was able to redirect his thinking. His wife had bought some stuff, and he was able to just change the way he thought so that you know, he didn't come across as one up and superior, right? But just tried to understand her and turned out that, you know, what she thought was totally appropriate and fine. And he's able to avoid a conflict by just changing his thinking. But again, that's what has to happen. You have to change the way you think, the way you feel, and then the way you act. Because even if he would have said the right words, if he was feeling still superior, it would have gone the wrong way. All right. So increased infancy in conversation. So guys that have been married a long time, they're able to have these deep conversations where it used to be more superficial. They're just feeling this love and connection that's beyond what they felt in, you know, the 30 plus years of marriage. It's so cool to see. And, you know, I'm getting more and more um, messages from wives lately, just saying how much things have changed, how quickly I just love seeing that stuff, guys. This is what it's all about. This is why I do what I do. And it's just, Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, navigating difficult issues around faith. So, you know, that's a tough one. And if you've listened for a while, you know, my wife and I kind of went through some of those issues and, you know, people are figuring it out. You know, they're working through, how do I get to that win-win agreement, even with something like faith? Okay. Feeling more of God's love, even after being unfaithful, after you're unfaithful, it can be tough. You can feel really bad about yourself, but guys, they're able to feel that value again, have that confidence come back after something like this. Super, super powerful. Um, so for me, right, if you've been listening for a while, you know, a few weeks ago, I did one about a disconnection time my wife and I had. And guys, like these things work. So I, you know, seek first to understand. I try to understand her perspective. You know, a big part of that was not prioritizing her, which she was right. And I hadn't been in a lot of ways. So really focusing on that, we've been able to bring that connection back and stronger than before, right? That's the way it works. You go through these difficulties and, and get more connection at the end of it, mentally, emotional, sexually, things are good, right? So right now though, if you feel like you're walking on eggshells, you feel uncomfortable, right? You, you, there's issues going on like with money, with sex, with in-laws, with parenting, with religion, with housework, with how you spend your time, right? And or maybe there's just like, interactions with your wife about your past mistakes, right? She's bringing stuff up and you feel like you can't like express your side or when you do, it just goes sideways, right? And, and you just have these fights that just go over and over. Okay. So bottom line is there's kind of something in the marriage that's happening that's bothering you, right? But you don't feel like you can bring it up with your wife. 
okay, something's bothering you, but you, 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 you can't bring it up because you are, there's a few things going on. Why don't you feel like you can bring it up? This is what walking on eggshells feels like. There's stuff going on, but I can't say anything about it because what? So a lot of it's just a fear of your wife's emotional response. Okay. Is she going to get angry? Is she going to be disappointed? If I tell her, like, if I tell her the truth about something I did and I haven't told her yet, right? Like, you know, what's her reaction going to be about that? Okay. If I bring stuff up about money, is she going to be mad? If I bring something up about sex, is she just going to reject me? Right. Part of that's more about, about you, right. And yours, but is she going to, you know, uh, if I bring something up about the in-laws, is she going to defend them instead of me and get mad at me, right? So most of it is trying to just avoid this negative emotional response from your wife. If I share this, she's going to be really sad, right? Um, and I don't want that. I don't want her to be sad. I want her to be happy, right? So the other thing, guys, will they, they'll feel like they're walking out in eggshells. They'll be kind of like hopeless, you know, and they'll be like, well, you know, I could bring this up, but it's not going to make any difference. So why create the conflict? This is kind of a lie to yourself where you just kind of keep losing in situations like money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, time. You feel like you're doing more than your share. You feel like if you were weighing the balance, it would all be on her side, right? But you don't bring it up because you're like, man, you know, I've tried it before. Nothing happened. So, you know, what's the point? Maybe I should just learn to deal with it. Yeah. So, yeah, you get hopeless, right? And you can talk it up to service. Well, I'm just serving my wife by doing this, you know, but... And kind of you feel good about that, but at the same time, you also either secretly or not very secretly resent her for that, right? You're like, oh yeah, you know, she spends a lot of money, but I guess that's her thing. But inside you're like, what's wrong with her? And this is the money that I made and that's not fair, right? Uh, so there's a there's a a place you can go, okay? You don't have to be stuck one way or the other. You don't have to just give in to everything she says. And you don't have to be a jerk and just like come down super hard on her and like be completely negligent of her emotions and experience, right? There's a middle ground here. So here's the thing, right? When, when you're doing this, she might even say, well, when you're in this space, right? Where you feel like you're walking on eggshells, you feel like you're controlled by her. You feel like you're kind of in prison, right? You can't express yourself. You can't get what you want, you know, uh, you can't bring anything up or she's going to get mad, right? So you feel in control. And eventually you kind of rebel against that, right? So either explode or you escape. And that's really the mosquito cycle going on. So as a review, walking on eggshells is trying to do something nice for your wife, right? It's trying to basically manage her emotions. I don't want to make my wife mad, but really there's a selfish element to that that we can recognize, right? We don't want to make her mad because we don't like someone mad at us. <laughs> Nobody really likes that right? It's not fun. So we try to avoid it. Okay. So we try to manage your emotions. We don't bring stuff up, even though it's bothering us. Right. And then for that, for doing those nice things, for taking those losses, eventually we expect back something from her. Well, maybe this time she'll kind of see my side of the money, or maybe this time we'll go to my in-laws for Thanksgiving or, you know, whatever. Right. You kind of start expecting that back. Right. And then you don't get it. So you start getting frustrated. Okay. Get resentful and eventually you either explode at her. Well, come on, you know, I do all this for you. You won't do anything for me. What do you do for me? Or you escape, right? You're like, okay, fine. I'm going to go find somebody else. I'm going to have an emotional affair. I'm going to have a sexual affair. Um, I'm going to just go into my hobbies or my work and just kind of avoid this. And then your wife's like, oh, you, you never pay attention to me. And, the back, and you're like, oh yeah, you're probably right. But in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, yeah, I don't because you don't do anything for me and I'm doing so much for you. Right. But then after that, you feel guilty 
And so then you go back to doing nice things, walking on eggshells again. You know, you, you, you bring up a concern, you kind of float a concern by her. Hey, like maybe, maybe we should spend a little less money. And she's like, Oh, you always say that to me. And you know, you, you know, I, I feel so controlled by you. And then you just back off. You're like, okay, I guess I won't bring that up again. But inside, you know, you're just kind of really upset about that because <laughs> really it's not fair. And that's the thing, right? Walking on eggshells is related to being willing to lose all the time in your marriage and kind of hoping sometime that you win, right? So why it doesn't work is you're actually trying to manage her emotions, right? You're, which is one up, you know, it's believing she can't manage her own emotions. It's also manipulative, right? Because it's trying to make her feel a certain way. You know, when you try to make your wife happy, most people say that's fine, but really it's so manipulative because you're trying to control her emotional response, right? Um, you wouldn't say, oh, I want to make my wife sad today. I want to make my wife mad today, right? You don't want to try to create those emotions. <laughs> um, so, or you're starting to feel fearful, like, man, I just don't want to bring it up. I don't want to hear her yell at me. I don't want to hear her tell me all the stuff I did wrong. You know, whenever I bring up something she does wrong, she brings up 10 things I did wrong. So I just don't talk about it. Right. So you start feeling fearful of her or still start feeling unattractive. This happens a lot with infidelity because, you know, you, you kind of feel like, man, you know, I'd really did something wrong here. And so maybe I should just kind of eat it for a long time and just kind of lose in my marriage and I have to make it up to her. Um, but you start resenting that, right? It doesn't really work long-term. So you can't walk on eggshells because you start feeling fearful, you start being hopeless, and then you start feeling resentful and all of that's very unattractive, right? Okay. Or you do bring things up, nothing gets resolved, and then you're both frustrated, right? You kind of go in these cycles and you're like, man, I just don't want this cycle again, so I'm not going to do it. All this is that walking on eggshells. But really, kind of the big problem is that you really you're living a lie, right? You're not really being honest with what you want and what you like and what you don't want and what you don't like. You're not being honest with your wife, okay? And that doesn't feel good and it's not attractive. The number one thing, according to John Gottman, that women are looking for is trustworthiness. So when you're hiding who you really are and what's important to you, you can say, yeah, that's in the service of my wife, but really you're being untrustworthy and unable to manage your emotions. And all that is negative and it's weak, right? Because look, you're already trying it. You know, it doesn't work to walk on eggshells all the time. You know, your wife is not very attracted to you. You definitely don't have mental or emotional intimacy. You don't really have trust. And probably you're not having any kind of sexual intimacy either because she's not attracted to this, you know, a guy that's like walking on eggshells and so scared of her. It's not attractive. Okay. So what do you need to do instead? So instead, what you need to remember are a few things, a few truths, right? Number one is she's in charge of her emotions. You are not in charge of her emotions. Okay. She is responsible for that. So happy wife, happy life. It's a lie, guys. You can't make your wife happy. She has to be in charge of that, not you. Okay. So that in itself will hopefully start freeing you up and realize, huh, I guess I could bring some stuff up. You know, she's in charge of her emotions, right? Another thing you got to remember, you're just as important in the marriage as she is. You really are. Even if you were unfaithful, even if you did something really bad, even if you looked at pornography forever, right? You're just as important in the marriage as she is not more important than her, but also not less important than her. Walking on eggshells is typically a sense of what she wants is more important than what I want. Right? But the truth is you both are equally important. Okay. Because look, long-term a marriage is only going to work if it works for both of you. If you're both feeling happy, if you're both feeling excited, if you both find things that work for both of you with money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, and time, right? Those are kind of the big conflict areas. 
that come up. So you got to find things that work for both of you in those areas. Here's the thing, guys. Like, conflict is what brings growth, okay? And look, you need to be willing to learn from her, but you also need to be willing, and this is what Black and Eggshells fails to do, you also need to be willing to express to her, hey, what you're doing is a problem. It's not going to get us where we want, right? It takes courage to do that. It takes strength. It takes balls, to use that term, right? Like, there's a reason that that's the phrase, right? It takes balls to do that. It's a manly, masculine thing to be able to confront someone and let them know something that's true, even if it might upset them, Okay. And that's what this is about, right? Basically, you're not showing balls. You're not showing strength when you fail to express what's true to you, right? Overall, that's weak. Okay, walking on eggshells, overall, it's weak, okay? So you got to remember, like bringing up your concerns, it shows that strength, okay? And maybe she doesn't like it at first. In fact, that's basically the definition of breaking eggshells or like not walking on eggshells is you're going to show share something with her that she's not going to like. Okay. That's basically the definition of it. You're, you're not doing that now. So the opposite is do share something that she's not going to like. So she might not appreciate it at first. Okay. But it's respected later because now you're being trustworthy, right? You've built, you're rebuilding that foundation of trust, right? You're having communication. You're actually sharing what's going on with you. You know, what are you frustrated about? What don't you like? What do you like? And at first your wife might be like, oh, I can't believe that. But eventually that's what leads to real intimacy. Okay. The other thing too, is you got to let her have her emotional response, right? Handle it calmly, you know, understand her as best you can, and then just be able to walk away if it gets too extreme, which again, that shows emotional strength. Okay. So you're going to let her know what needs to be said on your side, right? You're going to let her do whatever she's going to do. Okay. You're going to walk away if it gets really out of hand and then come back when you're both calm and get to something that works for both of you. Okay. So here's, here's the main goal, right? The main goal is this, you do what you believe is right and good, even if your wife doesn't agree. Okay. That's what you got to understand about how to stop walking on eggshells. You need to do what you believe is right and good, even if your wife does not agree with it. Okay. So a lot of times guys will come into my program and we'll be talking and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I really want to do it, but my wife probably doesn't want me to do it. Okay. For whatever reason, the the money, the time, you just not the time yet there. Well, if I tell my wife that she's going to be mad that I'm spending this money because she's going to think it's selfish. She's going to think it's a waste of money. She's going to think, oh, well, he's just doing this to manipulate me and get me back. Right. Usually when guys see me, they're not in a place where they're going to be able to agree very well with their wife about this kind of thing, <laughs> like about a big financial investment to improve themselves as men, right? Now we have some wording that we use that helps them understand this, but the bottom line is this, like when you come into the program, your goal is to become a more Christ-like man, a guy that has strength in all areas, mentally, emotional, spiritual, physical, sexual right? A guy that's a great example to his kids, a guy that's following God in a better way. Really, it's the best thing that you can do for your family is you drawing closer to God, developing these strengths and developing a marriage where you both win, right? So you've got to make that decision for you, right? And your wife's going to test your mettle on that. And she's going to say, oh, you know, forget it. I don't, you know, do whatever you want. She's going to say, that's going to be a waste of money. She's going to say all kinds of stuff, probably, 
right? But you have to make that decision for you. This is just an example of joining the program. It can be with whatever, right? Whether that's with money saying, hey, like we need to create separate bank accounts because you're overspending and you need to be responsible for that. She's gonna be like, oh, you're controlling me. You don't like this. But if you believe that that's right and good, right? Even if your wife doesn't agree, you've got to follow through with it, okay? Or with parenting, you're like, hey, you know, we really need to set this rule with the kids and follow through with it. Your wife's like, no, you know, we can't do that. But you're like, no, like this is what needs to happen. It's right and it's good. And I need to do it either way. You know, you're going to try to get to a win-win, right? You're going to understand her. You're going to express yourself. But if you can't, at the end of the day, you have to do what you believe is right and good. Okay. You have to live with yourself. You have to live with your conscience, right? So you have to do what you think is right and good, even if your wife does not agree. The counterintuitive thing about this is when you take this approach, you're like, hey, I do respect you. I know you don't agree with this, but I feel like I have to do it. I feel like it's the right thing. You know, she's gonna be like, oh, you know, you just don't care. You just don't listen. But really, she's starting to respect you for that, right? And if it really is a right and good thing, eventually she'll see, yeah, that was right and good, you know, and she'll respect you and she'll be attracted to you because of it, right? That's the counterintuitive thing about all this. So how do you have these conversations, right? So let's say, you know, with, uh, let's say it's with in-laws. Right. So some clues are you got to be specific. Okay. Hey, I want to talk to you about, you know, we got holidays coming up here. I want to talk to you about this Thanksgiving. Okay. So the other thing you need to have is a clear request, right? Which is what you actually want to happen. Okay. So like what you want her to do or stop doing, or like with in-laws, here's what I actually would like to have happen. It's like, Hey, this year, you know, I know we usually go to your parents the, the whole break, but this time I'd really like to you know, have one day that's just us and one day with your family. Okay. So that's the request. That's what you want, right? Then you need to have a reason why you want that. Okay. Here's why I want to do that. I think it's good to have time with your family, but I also want to spend time with all of us, right? So the other tip is you don't do this like right in the middle when she's like, oh, you know, I'm really excited to go see my parents and you don't seem to ever care about my family. And then you like start making this request. It's probably not the best time. You can do it then. You you want to be honest, right? Well, walking on eggshells, it's dishonest. It breaks trust, right? So you want to be honest. Um, but it'll go over more effectively, right? If like you're just on your date night or like you schedule a time that you're both calm to talk about this. So you make your request, right? And again, it works because it honors the truth of the marriage. You know, you're both responsible for your own emotions, right? You're not in charge of hers. You're both important, okay? And you can get to solutions that work for both of you, okay? So yeah, with the within-laws. So you make that request, and then you listen to her. You're like, well, I really want to spend this time. I, I think that's important. And then you figure out, well, actually, we both want time just with us, and we want time with the family, um, so let's figure it out. Maybe we do this, but we just do Christmas together or maybe, yeah, you know, we're not doing much just as family time. Let's make sure every you know month we do something together as a family. There's lots of ways things can work, but if you won't ever get there, if you don't, if you're walking on eggshells and don't say what you actually want or don't want, right. Or with money, Hey, like, I think we need to set a budget, right? I think we need to, uh, you know, make sure we're not spending more than we make each month. Right. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I think that's a good idea. Or, oh, you're trying to control me or whatever, right? So often you can get to a win-win, right? That's the idea. But sometimes you can't, right? And so you need to understand what you're going to do if she does not agree, 
right? So again, coming back to the example of this program. So if you want to join it and your wife's going to be upset about it, which often she will be, you know, if your marriage is in trouble, but you're like, no, this is going to help me be a better man. It's going to help me be a better husband. It's going to help me going to be a better choice. It's going to help me be a better father. And this is what I want to do. I don't want to change myself for the better. You might be like, yeah, whatever. But really like it, her fear is that it's not going to work. Like it's not going to make a difference, but you have to decide for yourself. Like it's going to work. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to change my brain. And it does work. Like when you change your brain and change the way you think, feel, and act, it just works. Especially when we align it with Christian values. That's why guys are getting such great results is because it just has to happen if you apply it. But again, you need to know what you're going to do if she doesn't agree. So we'll, we'll run through each example. So with, with in-laws, right? If she doesn't agree to that, what are you going to do? Right? Are you not going to go? Are you going to go and still have a bad attitude about it? Right? Are you going to just create some time at their house where it's just you guys? Right? You want to plan for what you're going to do. Okay. With money, if she just refuses to take responsibility for her spending, are you ready and willing to separate the bank accounts? That's fair. Right? It makes sense for people to be responsible for their own spending, just like responsible for your own emotions. Right? Um, you know, with parenting, what are you going to do? If your wife doesn't agree with the way you're disciplining, are you going to continue to work with her and find something? Or do you really think like, hey, this needs to happen even if she doesn't agree because the kids need to learn this lesson, right? And again, being in alignment with God in this is what's the key. Do I feel in my conscience and what's genuinely right and good that this is something to do and that's going to get a result that I want, right? with the program. Like, even if she says, no, what are you going to do? Are you going to do it anyway? Because you believe that it's the right thing and take financial responsibility for that for yourself. Okay. Are you deciding for yourself? This is something that there's nothing better I could spend my money on than becoming a better man, a better husband, better, better father. Like everything else falls away. Relationships will last. You know, there's a Harvard study on this. It says like the, the thing that creates happiness in life is the quality of your relationships. So you know, if you're going to spend that money on a car or a house remodel or whatever, you know, you, you already know for yourself, that's not what creates happiness, right? What creates happiness. It, maybe you don't know this yet, but hopefully you're learning from the podcast. What creates happiness is the way you think and feel, right? And we start, we start changing that the way you think, feel and act. And so when you change that, now you feel strong, you feel attractive, you are attractive, right? You're all in alignment with the, who God wants you to be. And your life just goes great. Whether you buy a nice, whether you do that kitchen remodel or not, right? Your, your life is just so much better. Okay. So what do you need to do to be able to stop walking out of yourself? You need the self-worth to know that you're just as important as your wife. Sometimes that's hard to come by, especially after infidelity. But we work on that hard in the program. You need to have healthy separation and emotional strength so you can let her have her emotions without getting wrapped up in them or without thinking you have to control them. Okay. It's an important shift to make. You need to be able to ask clearly for what you want. This is a skill a lot of guys don't have. They're not very practiced in asking for what they want or expressing the why, which is typically an emotion. You need to have communication skills to understand her perspective, right? A lot of us aren't very good at that. So we get good at that in the program, express yourself well, and also get to win-win agreements. Okay. Having those skills, it's huge. And it's going to help you in your business and work and with your kids and everywhere. The biggest thing you need, right, is the strength to do what you believe is right and good, even if she doesn't agree. Okay, that is strength, and that's spiritual strength, and that's courage, and that's integrity, and that's honesty, and that's what feels the best. And that is also what's very attractive to your wife. Again, even if she doesn't agree at first, 
if you watch any kind of romantic movie, you're going to see this. Often, somewhere through the romantic movie, the guy comes to the girl and says something that challenges her, right? Something that's like, hey, you weren't really living right there. Hey, you say your daughter is really important, but you don't spend any time with her. Hey, you know, you say you should always you know, go for your dream, but you're not doing it, right? And usually she's like, oh, how dare you say that? But then she thinks about it a few days later and then she's like, oh my goodness, he's right. And then she respects him for it. This is what happens in romantic movies because this is how women think, (laughs) okay? They're more attracted to a guy who's willing to stand up to them, right? Because they also translate to, well, if he's willing to stand up to me, he's also willing to stand up for me, right? But also look, women know they're not perfect. And so if you can point that out in a kind and loving way, right? That's also strong at the same time. Women are attracted to that. They really are. Okay. And then the emotional strength to know that, Hey, she might be upset in the moment, but she will respect you more for being honest. Cause again, walking on eggshells at the end of the day, it's dishonest and that erodes trust, which is the found the core foundation of a great marriage. If you can't be trusted, you can't have a good marriage. You can't have mentally emotional intimacy. If you won't even say what you're thinking and feeling. Okay. So you're going to learn all this if you come into my program, Love, Intimacy, and Legacy. Love to have you join us. It's for high-achieving Christian men who want a more intimate marriage. So typically they're guys who either have a lot of this, like they're walking on eggshells. They just don't have the connection they want mentally, emotionally, sexually with their wife. They want something better. Okay. It's for guys who have been through infidelity or guys who are in more serious situation facing a separation or a divorce. So, you know, all these skills are what you need to learn, right? You got to learn how to restore trust. You got to learn how to have great communication. You got to learn how to bring intimacy, fun, and flirting and passion. That's what creates a great marriage, right? So come and learn it, right? It's going to help you have great relationships everywhere, you know, work with your kids and all of that. So visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Click on work with me. You'll schedule a call and then fill out an application that we will cover on the call and go through on the call. All right, men, stay strong, and I will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.